This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon in Sharjah. It is November 7th, 2021. A lot of things happening today in the world of tech. And this is Future Talk with Hannibal Qais and Omnia Saleh. So you know we're going to give you all the best news and all the top headlines in tech. In the UAE, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about how smart cameras are going to catch and find vehicles with expired licenses. Now, that is a new type uh, of worry, <laughs> right? Like, I know my license is expired, and I checked if yep. it's expired. And the thing is, like, you're on the road. You're always worried about uh, speed limits, making sure that you've got your license and your car registration on hand. But now there's, like, extra layers to make sure mm-hmm. that you've got on hand. Today, I'm very excited to be on the show because I want to talk about... We come on the show, we talk about updates when it comes to the iOS, when it comes to MacBooks, but I've got an experience to share um, Mm -hmm. this Sunday because I actually witnessed one of these stories. So Apple actually came out in a statement and said that they are currently working on a bug fix because their latest macOS update, it's the Monterey, has been breaking Macs with the T2 security chips. And guess what? We have T2s. Yeah, and we have one bricked Mac, actually. Not mine, but my sister's was actually bricked this weekend Ooh. right after the update. Which it, which one is it? It laid dead on the phone. Yeah, which one was it? The Monterey. You know, well, which, what type of model is the MacBook? Oh, same. Same MacBook as your, okay, Pro yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020, and, mm. and it was literally lifeless. Like, you do the update, it says it's going to restart, and then it never sees the light of day. So... Definitely excited to get to see this new fix that Apple is going to come up with. Hopefully, the, f- the laptop you, you is saveable. T- you took it to Apple. Yeah, I had okay. to take it to a certified. And it's not, they didn't say it was your fault. I mean, nothing, literally, the, the they, laptop they should, was functioning be, just fine. Yeah. It's four months old, so it's actually pretty new. It's, it's, it's not, pre- it is brand it's new. It's brand new. Yeah. Um, so I'm still waiting on their diagnostic test, but it's they definitely. Should, they should know us, yeah. It's definitely interesting to see it, to see a bricked Mac, you know, mm-hmm. right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Omni, if they do give you some, uh, you know, problems, what you can do is, you know, show them the article, say, hey, I know what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. I know this is t- <laughs> T2 security chip. Anyways, you can do that just in case they give you some hard time. But also for the gadget of the day, we're not done talking about Apple just yet because you can now buy the world's first USB-C iPhone. They are derailing from the lightning port, but it's not usually Apple that is derailing. (laughs) One guy in Europe has now put a USB-C in the iPhone and he's selling it for a ridiculous price. And I want you guys to just text us in what you estimate the number (laughs) is going to be. 4215-DU-ORIT-SALAT. Yes, indeed. Coming up in the heart of Sharjah, we've got lots of news about tech coming in handy with Sharjah Police. Since Sharjah Police recently announced five new digital services that you can simply do with a couple of taps. In the world of apps, though, we've got lots happening with WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. Yes, because uh, WhatsApp is rolling out a feature to link devices without needing a smartphone to be online. Now, that would be a big one because sometimes I'll be on my WhatsApp web Mm -hmm. and it'd be like, your phone is not connected. I look at my phone, it's connected. (laughs) And sometimes it does give me a bit of a hassle. But ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about smart cameras right here in the UAE that will catch you and find you if you do have an expired driver's license. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. 
smart cameras on the road are there to keep us safe, to ensure passenger safety as well as those who are crossing the road. And the UAE has always been an advocate for implementing different forms of tech to help ensure our safety whenever we're on the road. Yet the latest initiative of them all has been smart cameras that are currently going to be used to detect vehicles with expired licenses and insurance. And this is actually an announcement that was made by Ras Al Khaimah Police. However, I'm very confident that this will be widespread and implemented in other Emirates as well. Now, Omnia, I want to give you uh, a funny uh, funny thing, right? Funny story? A funny story real okay. quick. Right? Well, around back in the back when I was in the States, Omnia, I had a guy come from North Carolina. Okay. And North Carolina is very up north. So we're mm. talking about kind of like uh, you know, this it's kind of like the south but it's north. Mm. It's 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 hard to explain in terms but the way he pro- pronounces vehicle, right? Vehicle. Vehicle. Yeah. Right? Vehicle. So you know, the first time I was like, "Excuse me," is it is very it was very funny. And every time I I read or hear the word word vehicle, I hear his his, his voice his voice go vehicle, right? <laughs> but anyway, smart cameras will be used to detect vehicles with expired license and insurance in Ras Al Khaimah. Now, starting today, a new tracking system would be activated to read license plate numbers. And vehicles with license that did expire 40 days prior will be slapped with a 500 dirham fine and four black points. Now, this system has kind of been implemented mm. before in uh, in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. And they would, in certain areas of Abu Dhabi, they would read license plate numbers and see if the registration was expired and not necessarily your driver's license. Mm. And... You know, so you do have that 40 days grace period, but when you do have it the normal way, the natural way is, so if you have an insurance after 30 days of your initial expiry date, you you have 30 days until you can register it. But, you know, fair enough, they're giving you 40 days, right? True. So that, that is actually, you know, you have 10 extra days to get your car registered and you know that system would detect vehicles with pending violations or those who are wanted by police authorities from across the country now i find it really really interesting right how mm. this system now just with a camera on top of its car yeah would find a vehicle right mm-hmm. and go through in that mere split second and say yeah so uh, this car is registered under Hanny Balkis. he has an outstanding fine Blah, 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 blah. But I don't believe it would be those petty fines like parking, things like this. It had to be a major fine. For example, a very high speeding ticket, you know, uh, running a red light, things like this. Now, one interesting story, actually, to add to uh, what you were saying. I actually came across a story that happened right here in Sharjah. There was one car uh, that committed a hit and run accident. That car hit a passenger, uh, not a passenger, uh, someone crossing, yeah, a pedestrian, someone crossing the road. She was a pregnant lady uh, who was crossing the road with her son from an area that she was not supposed to cross the road from. Uh, sadly, she lost her life. Her mm-hmm. son survived, mm-hmm. but the person who hit her, as I've mentioned, it was a hit and mm-hmm. run. So he fled away. Yet, Sharjah police were actually able to catch him in less than seven hours simply by checking those smart cameras. So, mm-hmm. whenever we say that smart cameras are going to be able to check those who are wanted by the police, it's for good reason. It's because there are people out there on the road that are not following or abiding by the rules and uh, regulations of driving on the streets and that's exactly why we need such smart cameras also making sure your car registration is always renewed is very important because your insurance 
It's kind of like your lifeline when you're out there on the roads. Yeah, not only that, by the way, it is benefiting you. Yeah. It is for your safety because if you hit someone from the back or someone hits you or whatever, if you're in the wrong or not and you don't mm. have an insurance, you have to pay for both cars now. Exactly. Right? So, you know, these fines and these, you know, It's a small laws, amount you pay, but at the end of the day, it's saving you so much money. Exactly. Because if you get into an accident, you're, you are covered, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, who like, why would they care if you're paying out of your pocket? They don't care. But because they want your safety and they don't want people to have problems they don't want you know people going into debt paying for for uh, to fix cars etc they say okay you don't want to you don't want to renew your license uh, your driver's license or you don't want to renew your registration or insurance we're going to slap you with a 500 that I'm fine until you go out and do it because then you are responsible for everything you do if the car is uninsured and that is a big problem Omnia. Mm -hmm. so let's say for example i don't have insurance and someone hits me from behind mm. someone hits me right and now i have pain in my back yep. okay number one my insurance and my medical will not cover me anymore True. right the the ride to the hospital will not cover me i will have to fix my car and his car mm. because what now deems that i'm allowed to drive a car because the only reason or the only way you can drive a car is if you have a driver's license and it's under your name and the only way you can get insurance is if you have a valid uh, driver's license with no black points etc so now the insurance the police and your registration doesn't know whether or not you're you know adequate enough to drive exactly so now you're in a bigger problem just because you did you were lazy you didn't have you didn't want to spend the money to to pay your outstanding fines and or you just didn't it's want to pay for circle. the insurance yeah so again better off for you to renew it when the time does come exactly and these cameras that are currently being installed on the roads actually have a very high accuracy rate of about 95 percent so they are going to be able to detect those on the roads those who don't have a renewed car registration car license or those who are wanted by the police let us know what are your thoughts and please do be safe on the roads. <laughs> Please do abide by all the rules and regulations. Even if you're late, even if you're running behind, you're never too late, especially when it comes to being safety. on the roads and safety. You're better there late than never being there at all. Um, coming up on Future Talk, we've got very interesting news to share about Sharjah Police. They have recently launched five new digital services that are going to be coming in handy for all those who are always out and about and have got lots on their schedules keep us 95 locked we'll be right back daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world digitalization has struck once again in the government sector because Sharjah police have now announced five new digital services now we are looking at this as a part of a series of continuous and unremitting efforts of Sharjah police that do aim to support the government's approach and ensuring the provision of digital transformation services. Now, the Customer Happiness Center of the Traffic and Licensing Center has announced the transformation of five traffic services into digital services to be provided through the smart application and the website of the Ministry of Interior. Yes, indeed. Now, I must say that the Ministry of Interior, their application is phenomenal. You can basically do endless services through it whether that was paying for your fines renewing your car registration renewing your i bought a, i bought my car all through the app all through the app yeah i i i registered the car on the app i 
I got my, I sent them my insurance through the app. I have my ins- my registration card on the app, and then obviously when I first got the car, I didn't have a physical copy yeah. of the of the registration. It's I digital, had the digital. And then about a day later, I got a notification from the Ministry of Interior, and they're like, "Hey, can you send us your location on the app mm-hmm. so we can send you the registration?" I was like, "Oh." That's amazing. You don't have to literally. I, I visit. didn't do anything. Yeah, I wasn't even at the RTA. Yep, it's amazing. It's amazing what digitization has been doing to ministries and governments right here in the UAE. Now, the five new digital services that have been added include opening a traffic file, ensuring, uh, sorry, issuing a vehicle ownership, converting traffic points to a driver's license paying your vehicle impound period allowance and issuing a vehicle disengagement certificate. So mm-hmm. all these services, you can simply do them through the MOI app. Uh, it's available for download for free on the App Store as well as the Google Play Store. And Charger Police have definitely been very excited to help ensure a lot of their of the citizens living right here in the UAE the ability to go ahead and do these services 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's the beauty of having everything being digitized. You no longer have to wait until the a certain center or a certain ministry uh, opens in the morning. You don't have to take a couple of hours off of work to be able to do whatever it is that you need to do. All you got to do is just head to the app. You can even pay online, pay digitally, and it all gets done within a few taps. Yes, again, we're looking at the UAE as a whole, you know, prioritizing the transformation to digitalization and having all and a lot of services digital. Now, Omnia, when is the mm. last time you bought credit for your salat or do account physically? <laughs> oh, God. It must be like years, over five, six years. Yes, I, if I need credit, I will do it through my banking app. Yeah. And, you know, I ha- I don't remember the last time. I went to a physical store or a kiosk or a machine to pay my salat bill. And do you remember, Omni? Mm. I don't know if you remember this, right? Mm. When your electricity bill, electricity and water bill would come every month, they would <laughs> stick it in your door. Yes. I kind of miss those, <laughs> to be 100% honest uh, with you. We don't get them anymore because yeah. everything is now online. You can remember, check online. I remember my dad would like dedicate a day in the week, a uh, day in the month. He'd go and pay those ticket, those bills mm-hmm, and, and I'd mm-hmm, be like mm-hmm. riding in the car. I remember even what they look like. Yeah, I remember what they look like. Blue. Yep. And blue white. And white. Yeah. So again, I mean, yeah, these are part of, you know, our childhood. But again, we're looking at how it made life easier for a lot of people. Now, for people who work a lot, who for people who don't have time, just like mm-hmm. Omnia did mention, to take work, to take off of work, to dedicate an hour or two. And also, we're looking at how the COVID-19 pandemic accelerated a lot of these things because the UAE government prioritized our health first more than convenience, right? Mm -hmm. They prioritized our health and they didn't want us standing in queues, going to these government sectors, you know, being in contact with people because, you know, we didn't know that much about COVID-19 at the time. So they said, stay at home, ladies and gentlemen. We'll provide to you digitally what you need. And if someone is not tech savvy, we'll make it easy for them. And now I do believe that literally everyone knows how to pay their bills online. Yep. And even if they don't, right, you can call them up. They'll have a they'll have a, someone who is a dedicated person, a helpline, who will show you your way around. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the beauty of digital transformation. Absolutely. And what's amazing is that right here in the UAE, the government listens to the citizens. So 100%. every single year, they actually do a survey. And this year's survey uh, was regarding 30 government departments. They polled over 55,000 people, asking them about which is the best performing government uh, entity in their eyes and which one is the worst. And based on that, they actually are able to improve the service that require working on and kind of applaud those that are working just fine so it's nice to see that the UAE is always trying to keep up with global trends trying to establish a digital government that keeps pace with global measures let us know what is one government service that you do online that you can't imagine doing any other way and that has been saving you lots of time for me it's definitely car registration renewing your car license I feel like Digitizing this saves so much time every single year. Yes, of course, digitalization does save time every single year. And again, it does give you more free time for yourself. And if you're on the go every single day, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about how Apple has fixed a bug that only a sister is suffering from. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? You know, sometimes laziness can be a blessing in disguise. At least that's what I'd like to think when it comes to updating my gadgets, whether it was phones, laptops, you name it. I am one of those people. I'm sure a lot of people can agree with me. We constantly delay or press later. The laptop gives you a notification. Please update your laptop. Do you want to do it in an hour, tonight, or next day, next week? I'm always the person clicking next week because... It's just, to me, it's too much of a hassle. There are times where I'm it's like... It's because you feel disconnected when you do it. Because <laughs> yes. for the 20 to 30 minutes, you're FOMO. unable to use your phone. True. Or my laptop. Um, however, this weekend, I was reassured that maybe this laziness is a blessing in disguise. And maybe we should all be lazy when it comes to updating our MacBooks, to be more specific. Apple has been suffering with a bug that has been causing a lot of macOS monitor users, those who are updating their MacBooks to the latest operating system, to have their MacBooks be bricked or basically unusable, dead to the world um, because of a T2 security with because these Macs have a T2 security chip that gets bricked. My sister is one of those victims, even though it's actually been affecting only a very few number of people. And what happens is you click to update your laptop. The laptop starts updating. Then it asks you to restart. It gives you a minute to say yes. You say yes. It restarts. It actually never restarts. It shuts down and never opens again. You contact Apple support. I was on the live chat for God knows how long. They kept giving me fixes. Click option, command. Like, sir, I can't access the laptop. Exactly. And they're like, oh, it, sh it may open. I'm like, it, it literally made no noise. Like, I wish yes. I heard the fan or some form of noise coming from the computer. But it's just dead. And you have no reason why. You don't even understand what happened because it was functioning just fine. But apparently, it's a bug that Apple is trying to fix so that the, the laptops can hopefully open again after updating. Yes. Now, uh, you know, the T2 security chip has appeared in a number of Apple computers since it was introduced back in 2018. Now, Omnia, do you know where your T2 security chip is? No. It is right where your fingerprint scanner is. No way. Yes. See, it's so over here. This has been a constant problem mm. with the fingerprint scanner, Omnia, I'll tell you why. 
Now, we'll go back all the way to 2016. Okay. Right? 2016, it was the height of the iPhone 6. Yes. Right? Now, the iPhone 6, you could access with the fingerprint scanner. Mm. We didn't have, you know, Face ID. Yep. So, I update my phone one day, mm. and my phone bricks. Right? So, so it, that happened to you with your phone? With my phone as well. But unfortunately... Uh, I had to pay an amount to get it, you know, uh, replaced. They didn't, they didn't cover it for some reason because I guess at that time they weren't aware of, of, the, uh, issue. of the issue. They didn't understand it because again, that the security chip and the, you know, the fingerprint mm. scanner were pretty new as we did see it being implemented in the iPhone 5s and then the iPhone 6. So around two years in now, you know. At least nine MacBook, MacBook Pro, and iMac owners owners have said their devices did not boot up. Mine and my sister's one. <laughs> yeah, that was on Twitter. So you know, maybe a lot of people can't access Twitter yeah. now. But you know, these Mac computers have the Apple T2 security chip. I'll just you know say them real quick. You know, we're looking at the iMac. You know, which is a 2020 version. The iMac Pro, Mac Pro 2019, Mac Pro the Rack one 2019, Mac Mini 2018. Uh, you know, the MacBook Airs from 2018 all the way to 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, the MacBook Pros from 2018 all the way to 2020. So I'm at risk as well, Omnia. Yep. Yeah, so I will not be updating. Don't. Yeah, I will not be <laughs> updating. And you're at risk as well, Omnia. I'm not going to be updating. Yes. That's one for sure. Um, what's interesting is that it's actually unclear if, if people are going to be able to get their data back after taking it for fixing. Um, that's one thing I actually heard. So right here in Sharjah, we only have one certified I style in Sahara. Uh, no, I actually went to ABM Care. That's Where is that? So that's what Apple chat support suggested and I actually happened to hear from it from our very own Aisha Nasmi. Really? Um it's in it's actually right next to your house. It so is, it's in the Buheira area next to Crystal Plaza. Okay. It's is, over there. Is it a store where you can buy MacBooks? No. It's just a support or technical center. Yes, exactly. Okay. So it's a certified center by Apple any part that is or that needs to be replaced or fixed in your MacBook, they oh, will. MacBooks only. No, MacBooks, iMacs, you name it. So it's just uh, all like Apple computers. products and iPhones. And iPhones as well. Yeah, iPads, you name it. So w- w- when I have a problem, I go to iStyle, mm, okay. which is in Sahara Center. Yeah. I go there. It's uh, pretty fast and easy, and they have the technician in the back. Mm. And even though I went twice, mm. but they, they, they both times they couldn't fix anything, right? Well, first time, first time was with my Apple Watch. Mm. Uh, the clip got stuck. Okay. Because I had spilled coffee on my watch. Oh. Right. And you know when I wanted to switch the bands out, mm. it, the the coffee got sticky, so it got it got stuck in. And you know, and they blamed it on because I had a mm. fake band. I had a custom band. Right, so I said, Come yeah, that's on. your problem now. Half of the world buys. Yeah, no one buy no like no one buys a real band Come anymore. On. It's like five dirhams on Amazon. <laughs> I'm not paying 140 for a band. So the the way I fixed it, believe it or not, Omnia, I remember it was in January of 2020. Mm. My family was, uh, you know, they went for a vacation. I, I yeah. was in the living room and I was angry about why they couldn't fix it. <laughs> so I said, you know what, I'm gonna fix it myself. Okay. Right. So I sprayed WD-40 on the wire. I was like, if it's broken, it's broken. Because at this point, I can't. I can't. I don't uh, have any. I can't. I can't use it. You regardless. can't wear it. Can't wear it. Hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna spray WD-40 on it, Omnia. It worked. And I took off my band, and 
I put so much pressure on taking it out, right? I, I didn't even hit the button to click it, the release. Oh, God. And then all of a sudden, I hear, right? It worked. Slides right off, <laughs> right? And I look at it, and you can see the gunk of the oh coffee that got stuck between the band. Who and needs Apple support when you got WD-40? So, so far, Omnia, I have fixed all my Apple products. <laughs> fixed my camera. Yeah, I remember that one. F- fixed my camera for 40 dinners instead of, instead of paying 1700 The thing is, they're very specific when it comes to fixing. So even though we, I went there, I was explaining what happened. I was like, the laptop is very re- new. You know, it's a young MacBook Pro. I mean, Brand new. Yeah, and, and she's like, oh, have you spilled any water? Have you dropped it? Any damages? Did will... you know about, she, did you see the news no, before? No, that's oh, the funny okay. thing is it happened. I took it on Saturday, yesterday morning, and then I, I'm, I'm preparing for the show today. I'm like looking up topics and I see the news. I'm like, what? No way. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Yep, I've seen it happen live. You didn't live. Google anything? I Googled. Nothing was there, actually. Oh, so it's fairly new. Yeah, so there were, up, there were news similar to this. With previous OS updates, everyone said that this may happen. And if it did, then your laptop is basically rendered useless unless you go ahead and take it to somewhere to, somewhere to fix it. Um, and when you talk to Apple Chat Live Support, it seemed like this is something that was a regular, um, and it kind of confirms my hypothesis, if I oh. may say so. I never update when an update is very recent. Yeah, I, just, I, I wait for people, you know, to go down the rabbit hole, and then I'll follow through. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Reminds me of Squid Games. Kind of. Did you watch Squid Games? No. Okay, so <laughs> but I've heard a lot of it. I know, know the gist of the story. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, if anything uh, I learned from Squid Games, <laughs> if you don't know what's going to happen, if you don't know how things work, right? Let others go through Let it. others go in front of you, and then you just see what happens to them and, you know, follow through. The question is, why would Apple launch an update that hasn't been tested enough? I just don't get it. I mean, you want to catch headlines. You want to release updates for people to enjoy. Just make sure you test them well. I mean, not everyone is a beta user for a reason I, I, I guess it's just the scope of how many laptops it happened to true right it's like surveys Omnia yeah uh, they survey 50 people they probably tried on like 100 laptops mm-hmm. right all the 100 <laughs> laptops had no problems so let's launch so let's launch it to the 10 million people that got laptops you can't get your information back which actually was a very good reminder for me and everyone else tuning in back always up. back up your computers mm-hmm. or if you're not going to back up at least use cloud services so yes. if you have papers to work on use google docs and the like honestly it saves you a big hassle luckily my sister was one of those people so if it were me god forbid in that situation i would have lost lots of work so kind reminder to always back up your information you gotta stay tuned to future talk because coming up we've got lots to share with you when it comes to the world's first USB-C iphone yes this is still 2021 and yes it is not coming straight from apple one smart kid decided to take matters into his own hands and create the world's first USB-C iphone Check this out. Check this out. So we've been talking about this lately, you know. We've had Apple and the European Union kind of go at it for the past couple of years. You know, unifying one charging port for them all. And the European Union wants the USB-C to be the standard for all iPhones. And Apple is still battling that fight with them and does want the lightning port to stay but now you can buy the world's first USB-C iPhone because a robotic student from Switzerland has showed the world his iPhone X with a fully working USB-C port 
which is the very same phone is now being auctioned off on eBay and you can now own it if you have very, very, very deep pockets. If you could have seen my face when I saw the, the number, tag. the price tag. I mean, if this iPhone was was gold plated, I wouldn't get my hands on it. Um, this iPhone goes at a price tag of 14,500 dirhams. 14,000 for a phone? It, 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 the 14,000. Omnia, the last auction on it was $100,000. So around 367,000 dirhams. I'll, it's just a phone, ladies and gentlemen. It's a piece it's just of history. A f- what piece of history? World's first. World's first? Yeah. Give it a couple of years. Apple will be forced to create phones like this. Honestly, it's just, I don't know. I'm better off buying a car or anything with this amount of money. I mean, at that point, Omnia, you don't... Money is not an issue to you at this point, Yanni. If you're if you're buying a hundred thousand dollar novelty phone that is an iPhone X mm-hmm. with a USB C, you don't really care about money. Why is your phone without a cover? Just we're trying. F- miss the feeling of it. Miss the feeling. Are we trying to get into another Apple mishap? No, I just missed the feeling <laughs> of it. Feels nice. Um, the phone in question is a pre-owned 64 gigabyte iPhone X in black. It only comes. With the box, no accessories included. Of course, he wants to um, save up on it. He probably will change the accessories and then come up and sell them at a similar price tag. Um, this student, he also advises that it should not be used as a daily driver phone, nor restored, nor have its data erased. So if you want <laughs> this phone, you take it as is. Uh, again, we're talking about a novelty item. It's not something uh, it's like you use. like a collectible. Use. It's a collectible. It's a novelty item. Again, no one in their right mind would pay $100,000 mm. for an iPhone X. iPhone Xs are pretty, you know, I'm not going to say outdated, but they're not the latest version. Yeah. Right? And on top of that, your memory is so low at 64 mm. gigs in 2021. You can't even use it on a day-to-day It's basis. like a 16 gigabyte now back in the day. So, again, yeah. you can't really use it. And again, I mean, it's a novelty item. It's a piece of history that you buy it if you're a big fan of Apple. Or maybe you think that later on it's going to shoot up in price. You're going to make a, what I would think, a very silly investment. Mm, I agree. Simply because I know that this is going to be coming in the pipeline for Apple. Sooner or later, they're going to have to change to USB-C ports. So why buy one now? Um, What's interesting, though, is that he actually documented the entire process on his YouTube channel. He shared a video detailing how he did that and how he reversed engineered Apple's lightning connector and then made a replica lightning connector, which allowed him to make a flexible circuit board that managed to fit vertically inside the iPhone right between the battery and what is known as the Taptic engine. Very, very technical terms very interesting for those who are uh, computer engineers and who study computer science but the whole project is open source so you can actually find all the instructions on how he did it listed right underneath his video so if you want to have a go at it you can actually try it out with your very own iphone he also did say that he will continue to tinker with the USB-C on iPhones and he even hinted at adding a USB-C connector to a pair of AirPods, which will be an interesting project to follow up on. Yes, again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're looking at this becoming the new normal soon enough in Europe if Europe does continue their fight against, you know, Apple and, you know, having a universal port for them all. I personally, you know... 
It's good for, you know, uh, educational purposes. He yes. did document it. And again, to be 100% fair, he did list it for $3,000. But on eBay, you can bid. Mm. So if I put $100,000, that is my bid. And again, some people are crazy. They do want yeah. to get their things on these limited edition items. You know what else is crazy, though? Mm. Our very own coverage of the Sharjah International Book Fair. We have been going to town with different reviews of books, interviewing several authors from all around the world, and connecting you to this book fair simply by tuning into us. So every single day between 12 and 2 p.m., you can tune in to our very special live coverage of the Sharjah International Book Fair, the 40th edition that goes by the theme there is always a right book for you and you can tune into Ahmad as well as Abdul Karim from the morning majlis they will share with you different conversations as well as our very own Aisha Mazmi and Alia yes so ladies and gentlemen do keep Pulse 95 locked we'll see you tomorrow same time same place only here on Pulse 95